Welcome back to Teen Talk. Today we're going to talk about teen depression and how it's relevant in society today. Many teens have depression in this society, so I thought it would be helpful to have Jaden Carroll on to talk about her experiences. Jaden, how about you give us a little bit of a background? So it really started in like fifth grade. Um, there were just small things. I used to get bullied by a couple of the kids, mostly for my weight and the way I looked, the way I dressed, stuff like that. I have linear psoriasis on my arm, and that was another big thing that I got bullied for in early, uh, like, elementary school, intermediate school is when it really started, but fifth grade was when it really kind of started giving me the emotional effects of everything. Um, it just really impacted me in a different way because I had never felt these feelings. I was like a happy-go-lucky kid. And then just all of a sudden, things started going downhill. Thought I had bipolar depression for a little bit, which I was diagnosed with. Uh, I thought I was bipolar, not just with the depression. Um, but recently, I got a new diagnosis just for normal depression and anxiety and that's where it's kind of ended right now so during your depression did you turn to substances and if so how do you feel that has impacted your depression um yes i did turn to substances so i used to and still do occasionally smoke weed um uh it i didn't really start using it because of my emotions but it was a way to cope with them. It just helped me. And it helped me in a way, but also brought me down because I knew I was dependent on something that I really shouldn't be dependent on, which is hard for me to wrap my head around because I like using it, but I know it's not the best thing for me. So how would that influence your decisions day in and day out? Um, I would stop hanging out with my family. I would just go hang out with my friends. I would smoke all day, constantly spend all of my money that I used, that I got from my job that I had. I started working at 14 and that was really when I started the substance abuse about things. And... Yeah, I just stopped hanging out with family and stopped being me for a little bit. Now, you talked about how that, in a case, somewhat helped you. In in your perspective, how did that help your depression? Um, It just brought me out of the sad mi- mindset. It, it took me away from that moment where I felt so much pain and just numbed me over so I didn't have to feel anything except for that high and the emotions that the high gave me and I never had any bad instances with the smoking and everything all of it was always good what are some regrets you have had that have stemmed from your depression Losing friends, because I know that 
once I started getting really depressed, I distanced myself away from some people, and that's why I do distance learning right now, because I'm distancing myself from everyone. I don't want to see people, and it's hard because I want to have a lot of friends, and I want to, like, have that reassurance in my head that I'm loved by people, but I don't want to put myself out there, and I don't want to get that feeling that I used to have when I was surrounded by people all the time. So could you talk a little bit more about how your relationships with your family impact your depression? I get a lot of help from my mom. I don't, it it really hurts me when I don't try and do anything with them, but they give me so much. They understand what I'm going through. They help me with what I'm going through and they don't criticize me and that really helps me because excuse me (laughs) but that really helps me because it's just a constant reassurance that I'm not alone my mom is here to help me and just all that good stuff so how does your mom help you like how do your parents help you through your depression my mom put me into therapy she gave me a psychiatrist she just really wanted to see me happy and not as sad as I was because a couple months ago I was ripping my hair out, having really bad manic episodes, punching myself in the face, just bruises and scars everywhere on my body from self-inflicted pain and she couldn't bear to see me like that so she wanted me to get help and she wanted me to not feel so horrible in my own skin so how would you describe your depressive episodes um they usually start with something small in all honesty like i'll give an example of one of my most recent uh breakdowns it was I had a sign on my door and my door slides instead of like opening like a normal door does with the handle and stuff. So the sign that I had on my door got stuck in between the wall and the door and that really upset me and it just triggered me instantly and I started yelling, screaming, just hurting myself, like having really bad thoughts and like basically telling myself like you're so stupid like why are you even thinking about this and why are you even overreacting about it but that's just how my brain works I overreact about small things what would you tell someone bottling up depression don't do it really don't do it that was when it started eating me up inside because I got diagnosed in middle school, and I've had depression for a long time before that, so it really hurts you in the long run. Like I said, it eats you up, it makes you a different person. How do you avoid bottling up your depression? I try to talk to people. I try to not make myself not cry like I just let my emotions out I tell people I don't know 
why I'm feeling like this, but I'm feeling like this as of right now. Like, I don't, it's hard to explain because it's better for me to do it in the moment. So, all right. Would you feel comfortable expanding on self-harm? Yes. Um, so, it really just started in fifth grade, I believe it was. I started self-harming by cutting myself and just doing small stuff like that. And then I stopped that for a while. I got clean. Um... But recently, it isn't cutting myself. It's scratching my hands until they bleed, giving myself bruises everywhere on my body, punching walls, throwing my face into walls. Like, a lot of different things that just, in that moment, makes me feel better and gives me some sort of release because I like to get it out physically. And I don't want to harm anyone, but harming myself seems like the easiest coping mechanism in that moment. Because I don't want to break anything of my parents' house. Like, I don't want to hurt them, but I would rather hurt myself than see everyone else around me in destruction. What do you try to do to avoid hurting yourself? I try thinking about what my thoughts are. I kind of, um the word for it I think about my thoughts before I do them there's a certain word for that but I can't remember it but I think about it realize it's a stupid thing I shouldn't do that to myself because it's gonna hurt me that's gonna stay there for a week two and I it's hard Sometimes I don't talk myself out of it. Sometimes I do. What would you try to say to somebody who's listening to this to try to avoid them hurting themselves? Just because it feels like it's the right thing doesn't mean it is. There's so many other things. You can buy yourself a punching bag. You can go outside, break some sticks, like... There's a lot of easier methods rather than harming yourself and harming others. And it it might not feel like the release you need, but in the long run, it is the release you need, not how you feel it's supposed to be needed. Have you ever been to a mental hospital? No, I have not, but there have been many instances where that was suggested to me by my parents. Um, A lot of doctors and stuff but I didn't want to feel weak and that's why I never went into one. If you feel comfortable so could you elaborate on those instances? Um they were just really the breakdowns that I had they would be really bad though they would last for an hour or two sometimes and I would pull my hair out and just like I said earlier like give myself bruises hurt myself And my mom didn't want to see me like that, so she would suggest, why don't we go to the hospital? They can help you. And at that time, I didn't have my psychiatrist, and that would be a fast track to getting my psychiatrist. But I didn't want to feel weak. I didn't want to feel like I didn't have any power over my own thoughts and my own body, and I had to put somebody else in charge of me. 
So, you kind of touched on it, but what do you discuss with your psychiatrist? Um, I just talk about my medications with them, mostly. That's where I started getting the better medications for me, because the things that I used to use, um, the old prescriptions that I had, they didn't do anything for me. They actually made it worse for me at that moment. They would try and substitute the nicotine and I would get addicted to that instead of nicotine but this one that I'm on really does help me uh I don't remember the name of it actually but it took a lot of trial and error and the psychiatrist was really what brought that trial and error to an end and helped me figure out what I actually needed How do you feel about prescription drugs and it being prescribed to you by your doctors? I hate prescription drugs. I have a lot of family background with it. My cousin was a wanted man for a while. He really went hard on drugs and just seeing that and growing up with that made me really like not want to touch pills. But in my head, weed is natural it comes from the ground it's a plant and it's something that has been here on this earth for how many years and a pill is synthetic it does come from natural things but you have to add other things into that and pills are so much more easy to get addicted to they're so much easier to get overdoses on it's just 100 percent scarier to me than weed do you have a counseling therapist I do have a therapist, um, she, her and I meet up every week now, I did stop talking to her for about five weeks after a lot of just mental health stuff happened, um, dog dying, things like that, and I just couldn't talk to anyone at that moment, but recently, last week or two weeks ago, I started talking back to her again, and I have noticed a change, it's easier for me to open up to her about things. So would you recommend therapy to people who are seeking out for help? I do recommend therapy. I didn't like it at first, like a lot of people do. I didn't think it did anything for me. And then after I stopped talking to her every week or every other week or whatever it was, I really did notice a difference. I noticed I was trying to project all my feelings onto my friends, and I just hated that feeling of putting them into the energy I had at that moment. So I realized it's easier for me to give those emotions to a person I don't really know personally and that I haven't known for years on end, and just makes it a lot easier to get all that out get the help and attention that you need and want from it. So, could you give some examples about some positive things that come out of therapy after the long run? Um, easier communication skills about my emotions and what is triggering me in that moment, giving me those feelings. Just a lot of emotional help. So seeking out for help and being able to talk about it, I feel, is very necessary for when you have a mental illness. How does that help you? Because a lot of people don't like to talk about it and try to bottle it up. 
And so how has talking about it positively impacted your depression? It gets those thoughts out of my head easier because I finally had somebody to talk to about it, to give me feedback, to give me the right and wrong of the situation, everything that I need to know about why I was right or why I was wrong, how to fix it, how to do everything with that situation. And it's just very helpful because it teaches you a lot. If you feel comfortable answering, did you ever consider suicide because of your self-harm thoughts? Yes, a lot of times. I actually attempted suicide in middle school. I tried swallowing a bunch of pills, didn't want to wake up. I woke up the next morning and went to school as normal. Have you ever thought about visiting guidance at school or do you feel like their help isn't help to you? I used to visit guidance in intermediate and elementary school and at the beginning of middle school it really did not help me at all they didn't understand the issues I was going through they didn't give me actual help on anything they just gave me an answer and sent me on my way basically how do you feel the school system could do better with people who have mental illnesses such as depression give a little bit of more an accommodation to them uh just understand that they need time to get everything in check for themselves especially their emotions because for me right now i can't focus on anything of my schoolwork i got zeros in about all my classes this year as an 11th grader and i'm gonna have to do 11th grade all over again just because of my depression and i'm probably not gonna be able to go live out my dream at tech because that's what i've been wanting to do since my sister was in tech and she's 26 now so how has depression affected your school career i was an honorable student last year and now I am failing so miserably and that is one of the reasons why my depression has escalated so much. Corona, when that happened, the whole pandemic, I stopped looking at schoolwork like a necessity and thinking of it as I'll do it later. It's online. I can do it later. And it just brought my whole mentality down because I knew I could do it and I know I have like the ability and everything inside of my head it's just I can't get that onto paper I can't think in the moment where I need to think has the school system tried to help you with that or do they neglect it they do try and help me with it but they would have neglected it if I did not talk to them first so do you personally feel that is something the school could focus on to help people with mental illnesses yes I feel like if they notice that a student is doing good one year and then the next year completely failing almost everything that they should check up on that student because they don't know what the heck is going on outside of school and in their head would you call yourself a perfectionist with myself yes i 
like to push myself in ways that I really shouldn't. I want myself to be perfect, but I know everyone can't be perfect. Um, I wanted to be skinnier as a kid. I wanted to look, quote unquote, the perfect body. So I would starve myself. I would do stuff like that. And just, I would join sports to make myself feel better because all those popular girls were in it. And I wanted to look like them. I wanted to have those same emotions that everyone took to them and have people give those emotions to me because I never felt that. How has that affected your depression? It made me realize I can't please everyone, especially not myself. Like, I'm never going to be perfect and I'm never going to have that perfect body. I'm never going to have the perfect guy. Like, it's just a lot of nevers. And I always thought they were possibilities. How has COVID-19 impacted your depression? It made it worse. So much worse. It really just took me out of the mindset. Life is a real thing that I have to take seriously. And put me into the mindset of nothing matters. It's all BS anyways. And that really impacted me because I took to life very, very, I don't know the word, but I just loved life. I loved doing things. I loved working. I loved helping friends. And then COVID happened and I started focusing on myself, which isn't a bad thing. It just made me realize I have so many bad qualities about myself and it put me in a spiral and it made me want to change myself and make myself a different person. How have you started to make those changes? I have come to terms with a lot of things in my head. I've come to terms that I am not gonna be able to get that perfect body, like I said earlier. Like, I, I don't have that attention span about anything like I can't keep my head to it even though I want to so you just kind of touched on attention span does depression make it hard for you to concentrate in some situations yes very much so and that's what has made me drop my grades it made me stop focusing on school like I don't have any train of thought when it comes to schoolwork I can't look at something, be able to think about it in my head and do things about it. Do you feel like if you did do better in school that would help your depression or further worsen your anxiety? I did do school at the very beginning. I went into school instead of distance learning, but I realized it really made me very anxious and that's why I stopped going into school because I just had all the eyes of my peers on me. I felt stupid every time I raised my hand and said something wrong in class. I was critiquing myself so much harsher than I ever did in my life. And I was comparing myself to everyone because so many people grew during the pandemic and I thought I stayed the same and even got dumber as it went on. And that was my mindset about the whole thing. And that's why I stopped doing school because I felt like I just 
wasn't smart enough to do it and I didn't have the capability to do it. This sounds really hard. It sounds really difficult. I, I feel especially if COVID weren't here, the circumstances of your depression would be different. Um, so you just kind of talked about how your anxiety played into your depression. Could you elaborate more on that and how in- that anxiety aspect hurts or helps your depression? Um, it adds on to my depression. So I get those anxious thoughts of what if this, what if that? And then I start spiraling into thoughts of, oh, that will happen. This is what's going to happen. And then I start thinking out scenarios in my head. I get myself down about things and I just keep going until I don't want to do that thing anymore. So I know a lot of people, they think you can just snap out of depression. How do you feel about that? And is that phrase not accurate? It's a load of BS. (laughs) It really is. Depression isn't something you can change in the split second. It's something that takes so much time. My therapist has given this example to me a lot. Uh, She's told me that a professor at a college couldn't even read an article in a newspaper and he was a college professor like it took him so long to be able to read a book again because of his depression and just everything that he thought about he could not read properly because of it and there's a lot of underlying things that people don't understand about it it's not a one-track lane it's you have to take so many different exits and turns like a highway like it's confusing did you lose or gain friends and support from your depression i lost a lot of friends definitely um i never really stuck with one friend group though i found friends that i liked that helped me and then they would either distance themselves from me or i would just find other people and accidentally stop talking to them and it was never like a thing where we had bad blood it's just I didn't have the attention span for some people how would your friends help you and did they understand your depressed your depressive episodes and how would they try to help and encourage you um I actually never let my friends see my episodes because I am highly embarrassed of myself when I have uh, have them. I think whenever I'm having them in my head, I think of myself as a spoiled little brat who didn't get their way. And that's one of my like intrusive thoughts where I know my thoughts are justified in some way, shape, or form because of my mental illness. But me being harsh on myself, I don't think anything is justifiable for my actions. I always think I'm in the wrong. I think I'm acting like a child. And I don't want to show that part to people. Because if I'm embarrassed by it, what what are they going to think about it? So, hearing that you don't really show that side of it, what do you think would happen if you did let yourself talk and really develop those feelings to your friends 
I I would hope it would bring us closer but the reasons that I don't tell them is because I think it's gonna push them away and scare them but it's just I think I feel like I'm gonna scare people away I don't want anyone to think of me negatively and I want people to always have that good image and not let it go now I know you said you don't like to I know you said that you don't feel like having a depressive episode in front of your friends but do you realize that you're talking to us right now exactly about what you could be sharing to your friends Yes, I I do understand it, but it's a lot easier for me to tell people who don't really know me that personally, because it's not like they're really ever going to see that deeper part of me. They're not going to probably ever see me again you know (laughs) like it's just a lot of different variables those people that I don't like to tell are the people that I love and don't want to leave and that's why I don't tell them is there also that part of you that doesn't want to lose them because you did tell them yes I have let a couple people know like one of my closest friends I talk to her about it because I know she understands me 100% and I know that she feels those same emotions sometimes and it's easier to tell somebody when I know I'm not alone now as we're wrapping this up how has talking about this positively impacted you helps just to get it out sometimes to let people know like I am not just this surface level I am not just the Jaden that you always see I have things behind closed doors that are locked in there I don't let people see that side of me I know I was talking to Madison and we both talked about how every episode we've done so far people after feel this sense of release and something off of their shoulder. Do you feel that right now? Yeah, I do. Letting people know things about me is something I like, but it's also hard to let things off my chest. And I'm glad I, I, I'm glad I did this, because it's not something I normally do. Well, I just want to thank you for putting your times towards this, because I know for a lot of people it's hard to express their feelings like you have, especially in front of us even though it's two of us in here but it's it's hard to make yourself vulnerable for 30 minutes of your life in some yeah. situations and you're very brave for talking about your experiences thank you so as always know that if you're listening as a teen with current mental health disorder you're not alone you matter and nobody can imagine this world without your personality Bye bye now